Hello and welcome everyone. I'm Annalise. And I'm Rob. You are listening to the Clarkson Ignite podcast coming to you from the ERC. As always, our mission is to shape this podcast to the Ignite slogan, which is Think, Make, Ignite. We hope to connect individuals across Clarkson's diverse community and give you interesting, unique content. Our hope is, is that you can walk away from episodes learning something new and valuable. For this week's episode, we spoke with five different clubs on campus to understand how COVID-19 has affected them. We were able to speak to Club Soccer, Doctors Without Borders, Colleges Against Cancer, Formula SAE, and Cub. They were able to inform us on how they've been meeting this semester, what some of their plans are moving forward, and some other really great information. This will be our last episode of the semester, so we're wishing everyone good luck on their finals. It was awesome to have all these clubs on today. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Catherine, who is the president of Doctors Without Borders, thank you for joining us today. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, so to start, just tell us a little bit about what Doctors Without Borders is doing right now, how you guys are meeting, and how you're being affected by the COVID protocols. Okay. So with our club right now, it's very different from anything that we've had in the past because our major thing for our club is obviously going abroad, as our name says. So that's very different for us right now. And we're trying to like shift to a new generation basically. And we're working like very, very hard with the International Center and trying to get an out of the country trip this year. Because mm-hmm. with the current situation, there is need for humanitarian help. So we're trying to get two trips going to Peru and Argentina this year. But unfortunately, we don't know what's gonna be happening with the future. So we are also looking at doing an in-country trip to either Colorado, Chicago, and Philadelphia. So we're looking into those options too. And like the meetings, they're over Zoom, so there's not much that we can really do. We did a triage clinic two weeks ago, and that was a like, huge success. And it was great to see the members actually interacting, and it was more of like an in-person feeling. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit more about your idea to go to, like, Chicago or wherever for a trip. Like, tell us about what you'll be doing there, um, what areas you'd be focusing on, that type of thing. Obviously. So for the Chicago and Philadelphia trip, it would be going through this uh, organization that we've gone through for out-of-country trips. It's IVHQ. It's a great organization, but it will be more mannered towards... Uh, helping in like homeless shelters, like building houses, and more on like the non-medical side. However, if you look in the trip to Colorado, it will be more of a medical relief trip. Mm -hmm. So we'll be taking like basic like medical steps. So we'll be doing blood pressures. We'll be like asking like patients like basic questions on why they came to the clinic today. And it would be more medical-based compared to if we go to Chicago or Philadelphia. It's more of just, like, helping out and, like, being there, which is still important in these times, like, especially because I don't think that many people are, like, willing to. Yeah, I think that's awesome. It's a really, it's a nice way to still do something even without being able to go out of the country. Yeah. Um, so with the current state of the pandemic and everything like that, has that actually brought more attention to your club because there's so much news in the medical 
field and so much information being out there, do people want to get more involved within a medical club? So we've definitely seen an increase in the amount of members that we got from the freshman class. Like we sent out that survey in the beginning of the year seeing who was interested in our club and we got like, I think it was like 40, 50 members and like not all the members were just like pre-med bio students. We had engineering, uh, engineering students wanting to join and just like help out any way they wanted to. Uh, I specifically talked to some of the engineering students before they joined because they were like concerned they wouldn't be able to like play a part in the club. I'm like, if you want to sit down, chat, I can find something that would suit your abilities more than if you wanted to do something medical. Um, but yeah, we had our mixer the other night with all the professors and we had a significant turnout on the mixer. And it was great to see the professors like showing interest, wanting to like come and support our club. And as Tony Collins said himself, it is extremely important in this pandemic to have people like us wanting to go out in the community and help. Nice, I think that's really good that you've had a lot of different majors join. Um, Cause I feel like a lot, of the, a lot of clubs tend to stay within like certain majors, especially when it's like pre-health oriented. So it's always really nice to see different people getting involved and wanting to understand more about different fields. Um, it's a nice way for people to become more well-rounded. So I think that was most of the questions. Do you have any more questions? Um, yes, I have a similar question to my last one. So since the uptake in um, interest, has this brought any more opportunities that weren't uh, presented to you before, like for study or research within medical? because of the pandemic? Um, actually, it kind of limits our amount of opportunities. That's why getting like an in-country trip and out-of-country trip is especially important. Because a lot of people's internships got canceled this past summer. And people that are trying to apply to med school or PA school or PT school, they need those like patient care hours. So in the light of the pandemic, it would be great if we could get those trips because that's I think it's usually around 200 patient hours that we usually get from the trips and that can be either like make or break a application for like PT school that required like a thousand hours for patient care. So having that extra hours is it's great for a trip to be able to provide that and provide a clinical and cultural experience too. Awesome. Well, hopefully you guys are able to f figure something out because I think it would be really cool for you guys to still be able to help out during the pandemic. Um, if you just want to tell people how they can get in contact with you to get involved in your club or anything else that you want to say about your club, now's the time to do it. Okay, you guys can contact me. Um, my email is on the Dr. South Borders nightlife site. And anyone that's interested, come by a meeting, see if you want to like keep on going with the meeting. It's a great club. We have a great community with the club, and I think you'd have a lot of fun. Nice. Thanks for coming, Kathy. Okay, we are now speaking with the president of Club Soccer. Um, thank you for joining us. Yep. Um, to start, can you just tell us a little bit about how COVID has um, impacted your club, how you've had to change things, a little bit about that? Yeah, um, so this semester has definitely been different. Usually we have a competitive team that goes around to different um, 
schools, uh, not generally in the North Country, but like RIT, Hamilton, uh, Colgate, schools like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't been able to do that this semester, so we've just been doing um, kind of practices, um, which we've kind of opened up to just pretty much anybody who wants to join. Gotcha. Um, so we kind of have them join on Nightlife, a request on Nightlife, and then we had to create a safety plan Mm -hmm. Uh, working with Kirsten Avery um, with just a bunch of guidelines to uh, make sure everybody's safe um, and uh, maintaining social distance, wearing masks, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've kind of, we worked with her and then once we got that going, we uh, got our field reservations and then we've just kind of been doing practices every week. Um, Yeah, just kind of like that. Very nice. So... I'm not sure how club soccer works. Do you guys usually do tryouts? Is it usually open to everyone? Yeah, so we have the the competitive team we do tryouts for, but we haven't done that this year. Mm -hmm. Um, And then every Sunday we have pickup, which is more open to everyone. Very nice. Awesome. Um, What do you think has been the biggest challenge for you guys with COVID? Um, Getting members out has been a little bit more challenging this semester. Mm -hmm. Um, Usually... There's quite a lot of people at pickup on Sundays, but now we're averaging around, uh, well, low 20s. So we're only allowed to have 25 at a practice with mm-hmm. uh, just the stage three regulations. So it's actually kind of worked out. Um, but in our safety plan, we uh, said that if we had more, we would just split the practices into two separate ones, one in each half. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I would like to see some more. But with COVID and all, I'm not too surprised with the lower turnout. Yeah. Have you guys thought of any um, out-of-the-box ways to get inclusion off the field, like uh, a FIFA tournament online? Uh, no, we haven't explored anything like that yet. Um, we basically we put up posters, um, and then it's more like word of mouth, kind of like because bef- earlier on in the semester there was just kind of like groups of people practicing on the fields because we weren't allowed to do any sort of like official club events. So it's kind of word of mouth with them. They kind of joined up. Um, but yeah, not being able to see them until many weeks into the semester definitely didn't help. But yeah, that would probably be a good way to get more people involved. Nice. So did you guys have to utilize like Zoom a lot for any meetings at the beginning, or did you just wait until you could actually start practicing? So we we pretty much waited. Like we went to the mm-hmm. the virtual club fairs and stuff like that, and just kind of told people that we would have to wait until later on in the semester. Um, we did some eboard stuff, but. There wasn't with the with the safety plan, but and that was virtual. But other than that, there wasn't really any need for a meeting. So, gotcha. Um, do you have any different ways of recruiting that you've switched it for next semester? If there are the similar COVID restrictions, um, we hadn't thought too much about that because um, just generally, we we see the people at pickup, and then if if we're, we're interested in them or we've seen them around, we have a tryout generally. So we'll. We'll see them again there, um, but going into next semester, we'll definitely have to possibly look into that. The league is still not sure whether or not they're going to shift it. Normally, it's in the fall, but they might do it in the spring, depending. That'll be difficult considering we're here in Potsdam, but <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see what they do and, I guess, adjust accordingly. Nice. So do you have any like plans for next semester or like how to move forward with like the COVID protocols? Um, so the, the toss up with the league right now, I have a feeling that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Ideally, we'll be able to scrimmage SLU or something because that's within the North Country. Um, so we'll have to reach out to them. They don't have an official club, but we'll, there, there's a, somebody we can contact. Um, and then another thing that's kind of questionable right now is generally in the winter or the, the winter part of the semester, we go into Walker um, mm -hmm. Arena for in, indoor pickup. Um, but right now, Walker isn't approved for like the air filtration system for COVID or gotcha. whatever. So <laughs> we'll have to see if that does get approved over winter break and then we'll go in there because otherwise I'm not entirely sure what we're, maybe the IRC, but. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, it's tough right now. It's, there's a lot of things to work around, unfortunately. Yep. Um, so if you have anything else that you want to say about club soccer, like you're more than welcome to right now. I don't know if Rob has any other questions. Um, do you see recruitment with the freshman class? Like the whole COVID thing is, going on so it would be a challenge for recruitment but do you see any like drastic spikes or are people still reaching out to you with interest um there was definitely i received a lot of interest uh through just emails and nightlife early on in the semester um and there has been the people who have shown up have been very consistent in terms of people that just kind of show up randomly to pick up so i haven't seen as many of those kind of people um so yeah hopefully we will get more of those, but yeah. yeah. It is difficult with the whole COVID thing, but at least you're getting some consistent people yeah. coming in on Sundays. Yep, yep. Um, but other than that, if anybody else is interested in club soccer, you can go on to Nightlife, um, just request to join, and I'll accept you because we're accepting everybody, and then I'll add you to our email list so you get all the information on the practices every week, and uh, if you have any other questions, you can reach out to me on uh, the Nightlife page. You'll see my contact there, so yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. Um, I wish you a lot of luck with being able to actually skirmish next semester and do something more with it. Yeah, thank you. All right. So we are now talking with Dalton, who is the president of Colleges Against Cancer. Thank you for joining us. Um, so will you just start by telling us a little bit about like the most significant changes that have had to be made to the club for um, COVID-19 protocols? So I think the, the first pretty obvious change is that we're online now. Um, that means we've had to transition all of our meetings from in-person to online platforms. Um, I can't say it's been too much of a challenge. Uh, Zoom really makes it easy. Um, but, it, but definitely not having the group in person is kind of hard to judge their commitment and stuff like that. But throughout this semester, I think it's gone pretty well. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, so what are some creative ways that your club has come up with to work around COVID? So I, I think the biggest thing is having a strong e-board that we have. Um, those meetings in particular have been very useful. Um, I think all of the members have come up with some very good ideas. Um, and we've needed them, especially for this semester, because mm -hmm. our, past, um, our past events have kind of been disbanded because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So having those great ideas and people who are actually enthusiastic um, about those ideas have made it a lot easier for the semester. Awesome. 
Um, so what events have you guys been able to actually do this semester? In comparison to years prior, none of them so far. <laughs> but again, thanks to the eBoard and also pitching the ideas from eBoard to our general body who have also had great ideas, we've come up with a new event that just ended at the end of this past month. Um, we came up with a virtual 5K. We figured it was something that would be easy for people to do on their own time and also it was COVID friendly, if mm -hmm. you will. Um, you didn't need to be with groups of people. You could do it wherever, whenever. So that was really cool. Um, I was very impressed with the turnout from that, especially with putting it together in the short time that we had. Um, I, I think it was a complete success. Um, and truthfully, I think myself and the rest of the club agrees that we could do this in the future. Mm -hmm. So that was another win. Um, we also participated in Clarkson's Funtivities Fair, which was a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, we we kind of did that more as like a recruitment event um, in hopes to gain more members for coming years. Um, the weather kind of didn't help us, yeah. but I was still impressed because we held a, a, uh, a pumpkin carving table. And despite the bad weather conditions, a lot of people showed up and we ended up at the end of it, getting rid of actually all the pumpkins. So awesome. it was very awesome. That's good. Um, I think the virtual 5K is a nice way to get people active and moving and also still like fundraising for a great cause. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, recruitment earlier. Have you seen any challenges recruiting with like the younger freshman class due to the COVID-19 that might not know about the clubs? I think it's, it's always been a challenge. Um, COVID has definitely made it a lot harder just because it's hard for us to actually go out in person and approach them. Um, through online means, it's very easy for individuals to be like, oh, I'll just ignore that or, oh, I didn't see that. But when you're in person, you're kind of face to face and it's hard for people to, to not receive the message. So that's definitely the biggest challenge right now with COVID. Um, I can't say it's turned out the best this semester, but it is definitely something that we have worked on and it has gotten a lot better as a club. Um, definitely some room for improvement, but given the circumstances, again, I believe we've done very well this semester, especially seeing the emails come in from freshmen specifically saying that they're interested in the club. Um, given what's happening around us right now, mm -hmm. I'm pretty impressed. So That's good because everything's a little hectic at the moment. So. Yeah, and, and especially to see people work around their schedules with it being hectic is really cool to me. Yeah, I think that's been like a really big struggle for a lot of clubs this semester is scheduling. Mm -hmm. I know that like with the clubs that I'm in, including Colleges Against Cancer, it's like trying to find a time that works for everyone when classes don't end until like 9.30 p.m. these days. Definitely. It's impossible. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I've seen it with other clubs I'm a part of. Mm -hmm. um, that's definitely the biggest challenge is finding that common time that everyone is available mm -hmm. has definitely made things pretty difficult. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm hoping that maybe we'll get back to a slightly more normal schedule next semester. But Yeah. I, I truthfully, in my humble opinion, believe this is the new normal for <laughs> the way things are going to go. Yeah. I think it's just up to us as leaders and individuals to work around that and make it work for everyone else. Mm-hmm. 
Awesome. Um, so what do you guys think that you might be doing for Relay for Life this year? So that that is a tough question, but I believe in some capacity it will happen, mm -hmm. just not in the typical format you would imagine from us in the past. Yeah. So, for example, last year it got canceled, um, but there was an online platform for people to participate in, and I believe that may be something that will happen again this year. Mm -hmm. um, we are always in high hopes to see the event uh, go back to normal, if you will, but mm -hmm. um, in some capacity it will happen, and say it did turn around where we could have it in person, um, all of our planning and preparation from last year has kind of already gotten us in a good position for that. Awesome. That's really good. Um, you know, it's super important, especially right now, to be fundraising for a cause such as um, the American Cancer Society and making sure that um, people who are suffering from cancer are still getting the help that they need. So Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. So if you want to just tell people how they could get in contact with you if they would like to join the club. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that there is a name change happening for Colleges Against Cancer, so maybe just yes. put that out there as well. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing is our name change um, from the American Can Cancer Society, who we are affiliated through. Um, they are asking all the clubs to kind of have a unified name change and we are now being known as the American Cancer Society on campus. Awesome. Um, it's still in the works. We're probably going to have a big announcement coming out um, in hopes that we can gain some more people too. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, if you were looking out for us, that is the name that we'll be under. Um, we're also working on changing our email, but for the time being, our email is cucac at clarkson.edu. Um, you can reach out to that. Um, our e-board has access to that, so if not myself, other members will get back to you. Um, and also, if you wanted to reach me, you could always email me. Um, I'm pretty active on my email, so if you had any other questions, it would be babcocdj at clarkson.edu. Um, and I'd be more than happy to discuss anything. Awesome. Well, thank you for talking to us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm glad that the club is still happening and making some strides to fundraise. Absolutely. It, it's been a great experience so far. I, I definitely can't say I've been discouraged at all. Good. If anything, this whole COVID situation has made me want to change the club for the better. Mm -hmm. so. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you. Right. So right now we are speaking with Rocco, who is the Formula SAE Senior Advisor. Um, so Rocco, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Formula SAE is doing this semester with all the COVID-19 protocols and everything that's in place? So this semester we transitioned from in-person meetings to online meetings, as well as we came up with a pretty good plan between the four teams that are located in CA 101 here on campus to... Uh, um, try and reduce the amount of people that are in the shop. So we split up every day into four-hour chunks. Monday to Friday, each team gets um, four hours at some point in the day. Sometimes uh, they get eight hours in a day. Sometimes they get none. just depends on everybody's individual schedule. So personally, we have the shop um, Tuesdays from 4 to 8, along with Thursdays. And then Friday, 
we're eight to noon. And then Saturday, we have a chunk right in the middle of the day from noon to eight. And then the days that I didn't list are pretty much kind of a come and go. You sign out the area for you. But now that we're, what, stage three, whatever Clarkson yeah. calls it now, we're allowed 25 guys in the shop, which is more than we'll ever have for our one team. So typically there's two teams in the shop now. So nice. Not really too much has changed besides meetings. That's good. Um, so how is it going this semester with, like, the building of the car and everything? Um, it's very slow. <laughs> uh, we lost a lot of our um, seniors last year who were involved in manufacturing design, and it's tough to get freshmen hands-on because they want us six feet apart. So it's not like I can be looking over somebody's shoulder telling them exactly what they're doing wrong mm -hmm. or what they're doing right. So it's definitely proven to be a little bit difficult. And with not finishing the car from last year and building a new one, and just kind of resuming where we left off, the younger guys and the new people have no idea what's going on. So mm -hmm. it's kind of tough to get everybody on the same page and get everybody working. Yeah, that sucks. Um, so what about competitions for this year? Um, right now they had us do a, a pre-sign up. So what they've told us so far is that all the uh, static events, so cost, design, and uh, business plan, are all online and then they want to do um, dynamic events so acceleration skid pad endurance and uh, autocross in person over two days for a set amount of teams so they want to do it over like a week and a half and have 20 teams come at a time do their two day of events and then leave before the next 20 teams come to try and limit the amount of people that are there but that's still up in the air and I think they have until like I think they said by February they'll tell us for sure whether we'll be in person at all, and then we have an option to back out at that point. Gotcha. If we don't want to do online. Okay. So is that the same competition that you guys have done in the past where, like, you travel for it? Yeah. Yep. Same okay. location in Michigan. Gotcha. So with, like, all the travel regulations, is that, like, going to contribute to whether or not you guys actually go? Well, we haven't thought of that. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're kind of just letting that – play out before we go there I, honestly if there's travel restrictions I doubt there'll be a comp anyway mm -hmm. I think they're kind of just um, trying to hope for the best and say okay we can have a comp um, so I don't think it'll happen but if it does they probably won't be any travel restrictions that we'll have to follow yeah Rob do you have any questions for Rocco um with the change in the, the COVID-19 for next semester, are you doing any changes to help prepare, like maybe make any videos to help the freshmen oncoming since you can't stand next to them and walk over their shoulder? Is there any talk about that? Um, not really. We have a pretty good series of YouTube videos that we followed to help us in the past, and we have people look over those. But there's not really anything that a camera could show me personally doing. Like, say, we don't have any welders on the team. I'm the only person that can weld at the moment. I don't think I could make um, an in-depth enough video to teach somebody how to weld. And there's plenty of um, YouTube videos and articles. So if, if someone's really that dedicated and wants to learn, I would say they probably should just go off on their own and, and learn it. Thank you. Awesome. Well, I'm very impressed that you guys are still actually doing stuff this semester because I know a lot of clubs aren't. Um, and. I know that I would not be able to learn stuff without you over my shoulder telling me exactly what to do. So I don't know how everyone else is doing it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's tough, but we're, we're getting through it. There's a, 
we have quite a few new guys that are they're pretty dedicated so they've been going off on their own and learning a lot which is nice so as long as we can keep them coming around and keep them interested we should be fine awesome that's great um that was very quick but i don't think i have any other questions for you is there anything else you want to say about formula um who people can contact if they want to join yeah, uh, if anybody's interested, we have an email account here. It's miniindy at clarkson.edu. And honestly, it's just easier to, if you're interested, join the Nightlife page. We'll get a notification, and then we'll send you an email with updates and meeting times and stuff like that. So you can attend those via Zoom. Awesome. Cool. Thank you, Rocco. No problem. We are currently speaking with Greg from Cub. Um, just tell us a little bit about how the COVID-19 protocols have affected your club and what you've been doing. Yes, yeah, so as part of the Clarkson Union Board, we, we are in charge of really a lot of the on-campus event planning. Um, so as you can imagine, in the during a pandemic, it's really hard to plan in-person events, especially yeah. with Clarkson's reopening with phases. Um, so that really has taken a hit on us this semester, um, and we've had to come up with other ways to still hold events while following those restrictions that have been put into place. Mm -hmm. um, particularly, we've been doing a lot of online events, so this semester, virtual bingos have actually been a really big part of what we've done. Um, I think we've had five or six so far. We have one more this semester, and th those have been averaging between 150 and 300 people in attendance, which, wow. is, which is really good. Um, especially for this semester. <laughs> yeah, I know the Halloween one was quite the hit. Yeah, we had over over 300 people at that one, and it was actually causing lag on the server because wow. we had so many people. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I was impressed. <laughs> um, so what, like, creative things, like, other than bingo, have you guys done to try and, like, get students more involved and, like, make sure that you're still, like, being able to host your events? Yeah, so um, one of the big things that I think has helped, not just with bingo, but in general, is prizes, um, incentivizing people to come to our events, because in the past, we've been more focused on bringing comedians, musicians, things mm -hmm. like that to campus, and those have been okay. Um, but when you put prizes in the mix, um, it definitely makes them more likely to come to your events. Like yeah. we did a scavenger hunt this semester once the phases progressed along and we were able to do something in person. That was a smaller event that we offered as a first year cup event with ResLife. Um, and through that, the first, the three teams that had the fastest times finding things around campus, they ended up winning prizes. So that was really fun. Awesome. Um, and, yeah. Um, after saying that, like that your focus was more comedians, musicians, do you think that after the pandemic that maybe you're going to focus more on like prizes and more competitions than comedians and artists? Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be, it'll probably be a mix actually because we're, we've been so focused on prizes and stuff and I've said this to eboard before, I said now this is great and it's working great but I think we should might lighten off that next semester because mm -hmm. we don't want people to get used to that and always getting free stuff, it's going to become repetitive and they're going to lose interest. Um, so definitely as we are able to open up more, bringing people in that aren't, that aren't from campus and doing things like comedians that we used to do, um, even just bringing in vendors, so like Last fall, we did a um, skating rink in 
or a roller rink in um, the IRC, and that was a huge event. People loved that. So just things like that, bringing in outside vendors to do events mm -hmm. is, is what we'll probably be focusing on too. That's awesome. Um, how was like recruitment for you guys? Did you guys struggle to get freshmen to join? or? So Cub, just along with every other club, has definitely struggled with recruitment this semester. Um, we did do some of the the virtual recruiting for the freshmen during orientation. That didn't go over the best, um, honestly, because it was kind of disorganized, as you can imagine, freshmen coming in having no idea what to do and then tell them, go find clubs online. Like, that's, that's not the best. <laughs> you need to be tabling in person um, with, our, with our posters, with our, um, all of our, all of our stuff, sorry. Um, so, so yeah, we've definitely struggled with recruitment. We did gain a few freshmen actually, mm -hmm. which is really good. And we've been trying extra hard to include them in what we're doing and showing them what we're doing so that they are engaged and they are sticking around with Cub. Because as I was talking to Ben earlier about, um, we're losing a lot of seniors who know the technical knowledge that goes into our speakers and our sound systems and our lighting and we need to replace that. So that's where the freshmen come in. Um, so definitely next semester we need to be focusing more and going into next summer with incoming freshmen, we need to be focusing on them as well to mm -hmm. prepare for the future. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of clubs are finding is that like the few freshmen that they've been able to gain, they're like having to latch on to and like really train them to keep the club going. Yep. So it's unfortunate that recruitment has been so low for everyone. Um, so what are you guys thinking about like for Springfest next semester? Have you like had any thoughts or? So Springfest, just like this past um, Fall Fest, um, it's kind of up in the air. I think going into the summer, you know, we still had our e-board still met and still discussed things. And up till July, we were still kind of throwing the idea of a Fall Fest around. Obviously, we didn't realize the extent this pandemic was going to impact our lives. Um, so yeah, it's still it's still an open idea. It's really just we're just waiting for to see how things progress with mm -hmm. COVID nineteen. Um, we would obviously love to have it if we can, but ultimately the safety of the students and the community members is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. So no decisions have currently been made, but I would assume going into next semester we'll have a better idea of what that's going to look like. Yeah, I'd be interested to see if you guys could do like even like a half virtual event. You know what I mean, like change it up so it's not necessarily like what normally happens there's a there's a few ideas being thrown around i have a few ideas but i don't want to say anything yeah. <laughs> that i can't follow through on yeah. so so i'd like to do something regardless of what happens but we'll, we will see awesome um are there any new effective training exercises that you've used that um you might share with other clubs that have been effective during this pandemic um so usually our club um in regards to like equipment training because a lot of what we do is sound and lighting stuff at events so a lot of that is having in-person trainings hands-on showing them how to use the equipment um, because of because of the phases we've have we weren't able to do that right when we came back and i think that really hurt us because usually we like to get those interested recruits hands-on with the equipment prior to prior to them like joining cub and going to meetings and stuff just so they're like oh this is cool they have all this fun stuff um, we were able to do one training that I think the, the new members did attend. And honestly, just like having that one-on-one -on -one, um, interaction with them, training, getting to know each other as people, it just shows that we're friendly, we're open to you joining us. And that's, that's kind of what we've been doing. 
with our few <laughs> few new members that we do have. I think that's awesome. It's just such a hard time with all of it, but I mean, I've been to a few of the events that Cub has been hosting. Cause you guys did the uh, the haunted walk thing, right? You guys yes. sponsored that. That was really cool. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I think we had over, Res Life checked in over 300 people at that event, which is really cool because that was really the first event this semester that we could do a large scale setup with our mm -hmm. sound and lighting equipment. And that was good as well for our younger and newer members who haven't had much experience because of COVID with that equipment. So just getting them used to using that stuff was a really good experience for us. Yeah, I thought it was a really cool event. I definitely think yep. you guys should do it again in the future. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's all the questions that I had. You're good. Um, if there's anything else you want to say, let people know how they can reach out to you guys and join, you can do that. Yeah, so if you're at all interested in running sounding and lighting equipment, um, event planning, working for leadership experience, um, Clarkson Union Board is definitely a club that you can look to join. Um, you can always email us at cub at clarkson.edu and follow us at Clarkson U Board on Instagram for event updates. Awesome. Thanks for joining us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Again, I'm Rob. And I'm Annalise. We'll see you next semester.